Welcome to Sip and Spin with Luke and Andy. Hello, welcome to Sip and Spin. That intro, that new intro indicates that we are on our first synth episode. Mm. As always, I am Andy, and with me, I have the sip to my spin, the balky to my cousin Larry, the out to my run, the sax <laughs> to my leather speedo, my best friend, Luke. Hey, yo. How's it going, What's everybody? Uh, here we are again. Here we are again. Another day in the studio. I'm excited. What are we in the studio? <laughs> That's right. The Susu Studio. <laughs> what are we? What are we talking about? The what are we? What are we talking this week? Well, I'm going to be doing a lot of talking here in a little bit. So why don't why don't you tell us? We are, as I said, doing our first synth episode, and we are going to talk about "Endless Summer" by The Midnight. A uh, a at this point classic synth album. It's about it's going on five years old now, which I about <laughs> shit my about shit myself when I saw that. Um, it uh, right at the end of summer this year, it'll be it'll be at five years old, which um, is is fairly astonishing. Um, and the midnight are a couple of uh, artists, uh, Tyler Lyle and Tim McEwen, uh, who who kind of got together and and um, started the midnight, which is a synth band. And uh, one that we uh, that I rather enjoy, and we also have a, another guest with us in the in the studio here. <laughs> yep, our good friend John will be joining us to talk about the midnight and his love of after yep. hours <laughs> music. <laughs> Anything after midnight, he's into. It's usually around the time he wakes up, right? Yeah. Okay. After midnight. After midnight, we're going to let it all hang out. (laughs) But first, before we get to the music, we got to talk sips. Let's cock and roll. (laughs) Let's cock and roll, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Is it too late to change our our podcast name? Oh, I I think so. Cock and roll. Plus, yeah. Stop stop cock and roll. Oh my god! Uh, uh, but yeah, it's it's cock o'clock. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's do this. Um, so last week uh, we talked about um, a sour. Uh, that was our general cocktail category that we were in last year. We did our last year. We did a last week. We did a gin every time, every time. Dude, last, what, what is wrong? With I you don't, tonight? I don't know. I, my concept of time is so fucked. Um, Skewed. I've been trapped in my house for going yeah, on 12 I don't, months. Don't know what's don't happening. Don't know what the fuck is happening. <laughs> um, no, but last week we talked about uh, uh, the, the sour cocktail and where that kind of came from and originated. And we made a gin sour and um, actually uh so this week's this week's cocktail is really it's almost it's almost exactly the same. <laughs> it's it's basically just taking the sour formula and just adding something a little bit extra. 
Um, and so this week we're talking about the Tom Collins. Tommy C. <laughs> hey, Tommy. Um, hey, Tommy. So, uh, so yeah, basically a Tom Collins is just uh, a gin sour with, uh, with some uh, seltzer water or um, uh, club soda. Just carbonated water. That's it. So you're just what? taking a sour and you're just... You're, uh, you're essentially, uh, you're lengthening it. You're making it into a taller drink and you're also changing. Yeah. I'm waiting for the joke there. And, <laughs> and you're also changing the texture by, by adding, you know, carbonation. So it just kind of uh, creates something a little lighter and more refreshing. You're an artist. You're a, you're, you're, you're an artisanal kind of guy. You, uh, you, you carbonate your own water. You make oh, your God. own club. No, soda? no, actually I, I really, this is like one of the first cocktails that I've made that includes like carbonated water. I don't typically like those type of cocktails, um, but I I did end up really enjoying this one. Um, and so maybe I'll maybe I'll be making more of these in the future. Um, nice. But yeah, basically this is just a it's basically a sparkling like alcoholic lemonade. <laughs> you know, that um, sounds amazing. It's just gin, lemon juice, simple syrup, which is that's that's a sour right there, and then you just add. You just add uh, seltzer carbonated water to it. Fresh, freshen it up a little. Yeah. Could you add Sprite? <laughs> sure. I mean, you yeah. You... Mountain Dew? Oh, God. <laughs> you could. You should. <laughs> um, but uh, of options. <laughs> so that's that. That's the basic. Uh, the basic uh, Tom Collins is two ounces of gin, an ounce of fresh lemon juice, three quarter ounces of simple syrup. And, and the recipe I... I went with is from death and company's cocktail codex book. They use two ounces of seltzer. Uh, you can use more than that if you want to, if you want to, you know, dilute it a little bit further, but, um, to your taste. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but, uh, like a lot of, like a lot of classic cocktails that we've talked about in past episodes, uh, the origins on this one are also a little fuzzy. Um, but, uh, they, so th there's a, there's this um, cocktail historian, name name of David Wondrich. <laughs> and this, I see this Baby guy. Dubs. <laughs> I see this guy popping up all the time when I, you know, am researching. Tag him in the tag him in the gram. Yeah, right. And he's still alive, I believe. Sure, he's there. He's alive. He's with us. He's got to be on the gram if he's alive. But yeah, there's so there's a lot of different kind of speculations on you know where the original Collins recipe. Uh, came from they believe that it kind of originated in the like 1850s new york but it also bears that's a when, lot of oh that's when daniel day lewis was like <laughs> butchering chief gang yeah he's butchering <laughs> he was heading up all the gangs so at the same time though uh while they think it kind of originated around around this period um it actually bears a, a lot of resemblances to like gin punches that were served in uh, like London bars in the first half of the 19th century. So I think it borrowed a little bit from that. And we talked about how sours kind of developed, evolved from punches in, in last week's episode. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, the, so the cocktail was originally referred to as a John Collins. And that oh. included, <laughs> and that included, oh. and that was around the 1860s. And that included gin or bourbon as the base spirit. The rest of it is pretty much the same. What about both? Oh God. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't, I don't mix uh, the two very often, but sure you could. 
a little bit of this milk punch. <laughs> but there's a couple reasons for why they think it got changed to Tom Collins instead of John Collins. Um, some think it was because people started requesting specifically uh, Old Tom Gin, which <laughs> Old Tom oh. Gin is not just a brand of gin. It's actually a different style of gin. Because it's really? a sweeter, sweeter style of gin um, mm-hmm. that was popular back in the day, but then it, it actually, it actually kind of became kind of rare to find, and and now in in re, you know recent years um, with just the whole resurgence and in, in modern mixology and stuff, uh, old time gin has kind of made a comeback, and you can actually find it on the shelf at you know mm-hmm. uh, any good liquor store. I was going to uh, say it's, is it, is it like the Pappy Van Winkle of gin? No, it's like no. It's $1,000 a shot of old Tom gin. No, no, it's nothing like crazy expensive. I think it's probably a, about the same price as, you know, typical gin, 30 bucks a bottle or something like that. Or uh, I've actually never had it, but um, it just doesn't, it doesn't sound like something. It doesn't sound like something. It doesn't sound like something that would necessarily appeal to me, like a sweeter gin. Like, I don't need that. But um, but I guess it's supposed to be pretty. You're good. sweet but, enough. Like, I'm sweet enough. Sugar <laughs> dimples. Um, dimples. Um, picturing you doing like the, uh, the yeah little, dimple thing where you're like right. screwing your dimples with your index finger. I just did it. Um, That's so nice. There's another now reason. Sing, now sing the good ship lollipop. <laughs> Never. Um, John there's an, when he gets on. Yeah, we'll have John do it. There is another reason for that they think the name got changed and. Uh, it's pretty weird. Um, <laughs> it, I had never heard cue the, it. Cue the X-Files music. So apparently... Oh, I got I, I I had never heard of this before, but apparently there was something that became referred to as the Tom Collins hoax of 1874. <laughs> <laughs> and like oh, it, it happened in like New York, Pennsylvania and like other American cities. It, it's just, it's the weirdest thing like I've ever read. Well, not ever read, but um, I'm hyping that up too much. But basically... You see, the liberal <laughs> Democrats are never going to tell you the truth about the Tom Oh God, Collins don't bring politics in. 18... <laughs> Uh, sorry i just took a sip while you were no i was i was talking so you give me some time i'm trying to i appreciate that essentially the tom collins hoax of 1874 was just a really kind of lame like practical joke like a really tame practical (laughs) joke by today's standards like these were simpler times you know right and it was uh, more of a it was more of a ruse than a hoax (laughs) um but basically, like someone would like approach somebody like at a party or, you know, some group gathering or whatever. And they would say a mixer, a mixer. And they would say, have you seen Tom Collins? And the person would predictably say that they don't know a Tom Collins. And then the person would say, well, Tom was talking shit about you at some <laughs> other bar or restaurant around the corner. And basically like prompting the person to become pissed off and act like an idiot and like go over, go over looking for this guy who was talking about him behind their back. Mm-hmm. That was the whole, that was it. That was the fucking prank. But it, it, it became so famous that they, they had like, there were like music hall songs written to memorialize this. It was, <laughs> and like, there are copies of, of these songs that were written. There are copies of them in the U S library of Congress. Like it's, it, it was like that big of a deal. So, <laughs> Like this happened in, in 1874 and 
Um, I think one of the, I think the, uh, the first mention of the cocktail in a book was somewhere around that time. It might've been a little bit before that, but then there were updated versions of that book that changed. I think that I believe changed the name to Tom Collins. And a lot of it had to do, I think with just the popularity of the Tom Collins hoax. And yeah, Man. that's pretty weird, but that's, that's I can't what wait for these restrictions to be lifted and I can start going up to people at bars and be like, did you hear? <laughs> you got to bring Tom back Collins, bring back the Tom Collins hoax. That Do son it. of a bitch. Tom Collins hoax of, of 2022. That'll be next year. He was um, just down the road at that other microbrewery. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's pretty ridiculous, but there it is. That's history and for then, you. Knowing my luck, that person would show up at the other bar and they'd be like, where's Tom Collins? And there would be a, like some guy with a monocle to be like, yes, <laughs> and he would be a real person. Oh my God. And then they would fight and he would die and I would get blamed. Yeah. Maybe we shouldn't do this. <laughs> I'm starting to, this is why I don't pull pranks. <laughs> um. So anyways, that's the Tom Collins, a little bit of history behind that. Nice. My, my little variation on that, I'm calling endless summer. I know that seems really oh, lazy, but it it's but incredibly lazy. But in the song, I mean, like when I started listening to this album, because I actually I wasn't right. super familiar with this album before we, you know, we talked about doing an episode. And so right. I started listening to it. And like literally the first song in the summer, they talk about lost in the, the line from it is lost in gin and lemonade. And I'm like, and there's my cocktail. There's the cocktail. And uh, so then I kind of was like, okay, how do I do a gin lemonade without just doing gin and lemonade? And so that's where Tom I Collins. ended up on the Tom Collins. And so my I mean, version. Was, oh, I was just going to say, I was really hoping you'd call it Sax Daddy, but. I wanted to. I did. But you Endless can, Summer. You endless Summer. Still can. I still can. Endless Summer and or Sax Daddy. <laughs> Slash. Sure. We'll, 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 we'll sure tag the mid, we'll, we'll tag the midnight on our Instagram <laughs> and we'll let them weigh in yeah. on what the cocktail should we'll, be. We'll have, we'll have a vote. Um, or shirtless greased up sax man. Yeah. From Lost Boys. From the Lost Boys. Tim That's Capello. <laughs> tag him in this too. <laughs> um, He's got nothing to do with the, the current synth wave retro wave movement, but he has also everything to do with it. I thought you were going to say he's got nothing to do, so he might as well chime he's in. Got on nothing this. to do, so he might as well chime in. I mean, the man is a god among 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 this movement, in my opinion. Among, he's a god among saxophiles, saxophiles—that's not a real. Saxophiles. Is that a real thing? Maybe it should be. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. I think it should be. I think it should be. I'm a saxophile. Speak, speaking of saxophiles. <laughs> oh wait, what were you going to say? We have a guest. Yeah, but I didn't finish my drink yet. Oh, you're still going. Well, I know. I should stop. But I didn't do the recipe for my drink for this week. The recipe. I thought you did it. Yeah, let's hear it. I did the recipe for the original standard Tom Collins, but that's not Oh, yeah. Screw that. I want to hear yours. Yours looks delicious. Mine is, is, it it keeps the same, you know, obviously keeps the same template. Uh, It's two ounces of gin. An ounce of I thought uh, you were gonna say it's exactly the same. <laughs> Obviously, mine is exactly wait, the wait, same. wait, wait. Hold up, hold up. I gotta give you my recipe. It's exactly the same. It's exactly the fucking same. <laughs> um, some yeah, two ounces of gin and an ounce of fresh lemon juice, which I don't think I've talked about this too much because we haven't done a whole lot of juice or a lot of cocktails with juices. Um, but always you should always do fresh juice. 
um, fresh. fresh squeezed. Don't don't buy like a little j- like jar of like lemon juice and lime juice. Like just get the real get the real fruits and and do do fresh squeeze. It's much better. Timmy, Timmy, Daddy's not disappointed <laughs> that you were drinking, but I am disappointed that you yeah. were not using fresh squeezed lemons. Bottled bottled lemon juice. Get out. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> You're only twelve. But bottled lemons, <laughs> seriously, I uh, raised you better than this. All right, so, say the recipe, and I'm not going to interrupt. All right, I'm going to say the recipe, and then we're going to get the fuck moving here. Um, so two ounces of gin, ounce of lemon juice. Uh, I did so instead of the three quarter ounces of simple syrup, I did half ounce of uh, uh, homemade blackberry syrup. Oh and God! Much, <laughs> much. I, I love blackberries. Blackberries are like really. Oh God, I love black. I thought you were saying. I thought you were saying. Oh God, like oh fuck God, I got to make another fucking syrup. Um, no, no. Well, no, 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 no. Well, that too. But no, I love blackberries. <laughs> um, yeah. So blackberry syrup is super easy to make. It, it, like any syrup we talked about, we talked about pineapple syrup in, in a couple weeks ago, and uh, it's just pineapple juice, equal parts pineapple juice and, and water, or pineapple juice and, and sugar. I'm sorry. And so for this, it's just same thing. Where you actually for this, you do equal parts sugar and water and then you you muddle the blackberries in mm. and and stir it until the sugar dissolves mm. and then you strain out the the solids of the blackberries but anyways so a half ounce of blackberry syrup and then just a quarter ounce mainly for color uh blue curacao i dusted off my mm. bottle of blue curacao I was, I was gonna say if there's no blue curacao in here i mean you 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 talked about that extensively in our last episode so yeah, if it doesn't yeah. come if it, if it doesn't actually make it into the drink we're gonna i'm gonna have to go back and re-edit some of these things <laughs> so the drink ends up looking uh purple essentially um, it, it looks good yeah yeah it was so if you good. somehow if you somehow follow are listening to this and do not follow us on instagram or yes. if you're like me and you don't have an instagram i don't care find us and look at the drink the pictures for all the drinks are amazing luke you do a great job and i really appreciate thank it. thanks sir it's glorious thank you um and then the last part of this is two ounces of of seltzer um or to your taste or to your taste so the the way that i was reading the best way to do it um you can actually build this in the glass which is kind of rare for a, a cocktail that has uh juices to build it in the glass usually any cocktail with juice you shake um mm-hmm. But for this one, you can actually build it all in the glass. What I did was I poured the two ounces of seltzer in a in a Collins glass first, and then I put every, mixed everything else in a in a shaker, just a quick little five second shake, and then strain that into the glass with the seltzer, and then add ice cubes after that, and garnish with a half of a lemon wheel and a skewered blackberry, and you got yourself in the summer. Yeah, so we've got we've got another guest. Without further ado, I'd like to introduce my good friend, John. How you doing, John? Thanks for joining us. Going well. How are you guys? We're good. We're good. Peachy. Um, fucking keen. <laughs> glad glad to have you. Um, Speak for yourself. Ah. I knew this. <laughs> I mean, I talk to Andy all day, so it's, this, is, this is just extra for him to put on. <laughs> this is just for the a bit extra. This is a bit too extra for him. <laughs> yes. So yeah, thanks for joining us. Uh-huh. Um, no, nope, thanks. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's a, it's a real pleasure to be here. And, and you should be I'm, honored. I'm a longtime listener of, uh, of your of your podcast. I listen to every episode. <laughs> well, thank you, sir. Um, you're our, yeah. This you're, is uh, you're our best listener. 
Yes. You're only listening. <laughs> I don't listen very well, but I, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure as shit listening. I don't know what I'm going to do this week when I say, our listeners, please make sure you blah, 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 because our listeners right here with us. I'm just going to have to say, John, make sure that you <laughs> make sure you like our posts on Instagram. I, I will make the effort, <laughs> conscious effort. Go the extra mile to click. <laughs> that I know it's a lot to ask. I, my fingers don't don't work as well as they used to, but no, I'll, I'll do it. I'll click on them. Your arthritic <laughs> fingers. My, I lost I lost several of my fingers in a in a plow accident. <laughs> just this year. <laughs> Just ten minutes ago, <laughs> there's been so much plowing this year. It's interfered with the podcast. That's for damn sure. But this is a special episode because it's our first first synth first. It's our first synth episode. It's our first synth <laughs> episode. The first one. Um, yeah, it's our first synth episode. And uh, yeah, you were you naturally came to mind, and uh, I think you know you could. I think we'll have you come back. I wouldn't say many naturally. a time for future synth albums. Yeah, we'll see how this goes. <laughs> Excellent. But right. <laughs> he came to also, mind. Also, technically I invited myself. So That's true. I, <laughs> I, I I appreciate you trying to sugarcoat it, but I I I, I invited <laughs> I do I wasn't gonna say it. But I'm glad that you acknowledge that you are here on your own volition. And against, <laughs> and against our will really. else's wishes. Yeah, yes. You are you are you you are not wanted, you are not welcome. <laughs> <laughs> that's where, where i shine and we will and we will not enjoy your time here getting my nose into things that i don't belong in is right i was where i excel <laughs> somebody get me a rolled up newspaper so what are we talking about there we go what, what are we yeah what the fuck are we talking about i think we're talking about synth synth we probably should actually just start with synth um do you guys recall how how you got into got into synth let the guests go first i guess I have I have three moments. Actually two. Three. I have two moments. The first the first moment was when I went to see Drive. The 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 the, the film. Yep. You wanted to talk about Drive, right. huh? Hmm. And uh well, I didn't want to talk about the movie because <laughs> the movie is is dog shit. But like Yeah. When I, went, when I went to the bar after that movie, I was just kind of standing at the bar like thinking of the music and I was like, that's what that's what that's what nostalgia sounds like is yeah. what the is what the soundtrack of drive sound like and yeah. night night call by Kavinsky and love Hawks, like holy shit like <laughs> that song like opened opened my ears to things that i didn't know existed and i'm sure there was synth before that and that's right. obviously been more after that but like drive was like the catalyst <laughs> for for this synth wave like that's been happening Kavinsky himself i think is i i mean you could almost consider him like the grandfather of of the new synth wave Right. I mean, he's he it, really that was, as you said, the catalyst for everything. And uh, even Tim and Tyler, like, say that drive this drive soundtrack right. was their big inspiration and how the two of them right. kind of connected was so like <laughs> it started this entire uh, this entire movement just yeah. based on a shitty it's movie crazy. With a great fucking soundtrack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, you can't talk about like you, like it's one of those things where like some movies, you know, you go and you go and watch them and the music doesn't leave much of an impression, but you can't talk about drive without talking about the music. And like you said, it's, it's a, not only is it a big part of the movie, it's, it's, it's probably the highlight of the movie in a lot of people's opinion. Yeah. Um, By far. I, I was just going to say, there's a lot of that movie that is like a, it's like a music video, you know, it's like an eighties. Yeah. Music video. It's so a lot of people just staring at each other. 
Yeah. Um, I, uncomfortably I, I, long, too. Yeah. Yes. yes. Like that's, that is most of the problem with that movie, is that they just yeah. stare at each other. Yeah, they don't it's know just a lot of fucking staring at each and other. And then the music's I mean, playing, and I'm like, oh, I'll just listen to this until they start talking. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, uh, I don't despise the movie that... I don't despise the movie on the level that it, it seems like you do, <laughs> but I definitely, I, and I was really, I was really excited to see that movie. Like when it first came out, like oh, so was I, I remember, yeah. I remember like being really, really uh, just, it was a highly anticipated movie for me. And at the time, like, you know, I mean, I was living in the suburbs, but still like, it wasn't something that was like in every movie theater. Like it was more of like an indie right. movie. Right. And yeah. so like, I had to wait for it to come out on Blu-ray or whatever. So your second moment, though, John, what was your second moment? Yeah, what was the second moment? So the second moment actually involved the two of you and Chad. No, um, we were at Andy's house having <laughs> having cocktails. We were. Chad was Chad was talking about making beer. He did. He did like to <laughs> Luke do that. was Luke was drinking too much of it and dancing. And okay. uh, yep, that yep, tracked. Yep. And uh, <laughs> this all makes sense. What was and, I doing? And you guys, I did shit. I don't remember. You were, you were there. It has to be true. It all, yeah, it all tracks. Your kid was asleep. You're, I think you just had the. I think you just had your baby too. Like, so I think he was asleep. Shouting, shut and, the uh, fuck up, shut the fuck up. Yeah, you were trying to tell us to be quiet. <laughs> and uh, you guys started talking about synthwave, and I was just like, "What the hell are you guys talking about?" And like, you started playing like Laserhawk or Time Cop. I don't remember who it was, but like, it, I literally yeah. just like zoned out because you guys started playing that music again, and I was like, "This is the fucking music from Drive." Like, this is. I was just I that was that was the moment where I finally was just like I need to start looking this shit up like because I had I had Nightfall right. on my iPod and I played it over and over and over again like and I had I actually played most Nightfall. of the drive soundtrack when I would drive like I mean the countdown <laughs> when I would that drive song like I mean that was that was just cool music to just drive to and like yeah. this was like, which one which you one guys that, just opened that up. tick of the clock tick of the clock yeah sorry I call it countdown yeah but tick of the clock yeah that that shit's awesome um then you guys, you guys just, you guys threw so many more bands at me, like <laughs> it's that night, and I just went home and freaked out. So that was, and I haven't <laughs> stopped your since. Hair pretty out. much, yeah. I mean, that's we've talked about this before. That's one of the beauty, the beauties of 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 synthwave, retrowave, outrun, vaporwave, darkwave, whatever. <laughs> you, yeah, I mean, there's so <laughs> many, there's so many different pieces. <laughs> um, just end it, end yeah. it already it's 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 there's something for everybody you know you could find uh you know something like kavinsky that's like you know with night call that's a little more um maybe i, I don't want to say mainstream but obviously you know it, it was a little more adaptable to like a mass audience and then you've got some things that are much more niche and then um you know you've got vocals you've got no vocals you've got you know dark right. metal type sounds but you've also got super poppy 80 sounds and it kind of runs the yeah. whole the whole spectrum and the other thing that i always liked that i always thought was really cool about it and one of the things that really got me into it was it was kind of the there was the there was a kind of a collector ethos mentality about it where it was like not it, it wasn't easy in you know in 2000 as you guys said in like 2011 to 2015 16 it wasn't super easy to like find a new synth artist like you couldn't just be like you know spotify hit me up with the, the next the next <laughs> synth artist that i'm gonna like because it it just wasn't that easy so yeah the thing about the thing about synthwave and retrowave whatever whatever you want to call it it's just like 
one of those things that clicked with a lot of people in our age group who who shared you know similar interests and stuff like we were all big fans of 80s and 90s action movies sci-fi horror films uh you know video games that kind of stuff and you know yeah. a lot of that was just really you know like a lot of that synth music was just a, a love letter to all of those things and it kind of wrapped it up in a nice little package especially with like you know they nice did a little package. a neat little package nice little- <laughs> and they and then the, the cool other cool thing the other like rabbit hole that you would go down was like youtube videos of like yeah. where they would do like you know all they would they would just like it was somebody just like editing together different stuff it could be like anime it could be whatever stuff from like stuff from like you know 80s movies or whatever and they just edit it to to the new synth track and stuff like that and you could just right. fucking sit and watch those for like hours you know yep classic movies and and new synth and just like blended together and you're just like yeah this is a feeling yeah this is a feeling that i feel like i should have had but i've never had before and right now, here we are yeah and everything everything fit too like the, yeah. the video from back then would fit yeah with the song that right they made, like now it was great yeah that was uh that was something where i just like i i vividly recall that period of time when i first got into synth and i would like just like you know, have some drinks and then you just, the, every, the end of the night would just be like you fucking sitting on the couch, like with, with YouTube on and just like watching like video after video and like, yep. yeah, just like hit that. I don't know. It just, it just, it was just that ex- perfect formula, you know, just that perfect combination of things to really kind of create that whole, that just like, you know, what you consider nostalgia, you know, <laughs> there was a period of my, of my life with where <laughs> between Luke and Chad and and whoever else you know i was hanging out with late at night sometimes ally my wife would be like are you si-? like is she knew like if we were hanging out drinking it would get to be like 10 o'clock and i'd be like are you guys really just gonna watch youtube videos the rest of the night? <laughs> <laughs> like we'd just be watching youtube videos and it would and and you know half the time it would be like comedy stuff and the other half of the time it would be yeah like just synth yeah <laughs> different synth videos or music videos or random stuff like that and it doesn't happen anymore because i go to bed at 7 30 at night <laughs> poor son of a bitch yeah i mean the thing is is like so drive came out in 2011 and we'll, we will eventually start start actually talking about the fucking band but um like so drive came out in 2011 and then you know that really was like like we talked about was like kind of like the catalyst for like synth and um, like a big part of it was the catalyst for something. Yeah. And then uh, like five years later, Stranger Things came out. First season of Stranger Things came out. And that really, that, was... that kind of popularized it even further, you know? Yeah, that took it another step. And God, I'm glad, I'm glad you brought that up because I totally forgot about that. Yeah. And, and now, I mean, now it's almost to the point where it's <laughs> like they really are capitalizing on that kind of like yeah 80s nostalgia kind of thing i mean look at all like look at all the tv shows that are coming back out where like that they're bringing yeah. you know bringing and tv shows and movies and things like that where they're like i mean like cobra kai and, and stuff like that you know it the, it's got to the point where a little bit of that kind of is it, it's it's kind of starting to feel a little cheap and overused in a lot of ways um i mean there's still a lot of great stuff out there but it's it's gonna hit it's gonna hit a zenith where it's like mainstream again right and like i know it's it's almost i mean stranger things almost pushed it there yeah but like it's gonna hit a point where even us we even we you know, what even we're gonna go like Ugh. yeah 
right yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, i yeah. got another 80s show like fuck yeah that's, <laughs> and that's and that's yeah. the day when, well, that's the day when i uh shoot myself in the it's gonna be like ugh, more synth you know <laughs> but yeah that's the thing it's like now it is quite, kind of getting to the point where like god there's you know there's so many synth artists and bands out there and there's a lot of good stuff but then there's also a lot of just like really lazy stuff you know and uh but yeah like when when uh drive came out it was like holy shit you know yeah and i like I said, I remember that first night in the bar when I could not stop thinking about that song. Like it was, I, I, I'm sure my face was just dead. Like you know, like to the world when everyone was talking to me, and I was just like, Shh, I'm still listening Sim- to it. Similar mind. to Ryan Gosling's face in the movie. <laughs> you know what? Maybe that that's exactly what I look like. like someone just would talk to me, and I just there'd just be this long pause, and I'd go, "What?" Just the and they were, and then and then everyone threw threw Oscars at me because that's. Apparently movies. I don't know. Just the slack look of someone with nothing going on behind the scenes. <laughs> just slightly off off topic here. There's that one shot of him and Michelle Williams talking, and then they just stop talking and they just stare at each other. And it lasted for like 10 seconds. <laughs> and that was when I was just like, well, this movie's done. Like, can we just, can I leave yet? Like, that was bad. That was bad. <laughs> can I anyway, leave? It was, oh God, I, I can't. I can't do it. I don't even remember half of that movie. <laughs> I mean, I just remember who was it? Was it was it Jessica Chastain? There was somebody like oh, no, uh, um, Christina Hendricks what's her name from Mad Men. Yeah, yeah, Christina Hendricks. Christina Hendricks, yes, just like got shot in the face in the middle of the movie or something. Oh like, yeah, like brutally yeah. murdered, and that was, and then and and that was like incredibly visceral and like kind of out of nowhere, and you were just like, what the hell's yeah. going on? Oh my yeah, God. I mean, yeah. I, and I, then th- and then it kind of just went back to being like people staring at each yeah. other and not talking and you're like what is happening yeah that's kind of what it was it would just like alternate between like long periods of people staring at each other and then like extreme ultra violence like ultra like people's heads little, being stomped in and like... the ultra violence <laughs> and then the elevator scene where you yeah. just crush that dude's that, right. yeah uh, but what uh, yeah but the movie just, was is straight trash but <laughs> The, just, the, just the, the music we got out of it was, was we good. did get the music right yeah if, if nothing else it did really just kind of you know give birth as in in essence to the to the synth kind of uh renaissance but um, and let me tell you what a mood is <laughs> a mood is listen to the stranger things album while you're mowing the yard while you're that's a that's a fucking that's a fucking mood right while there. you're mowing like, the yard yeah, that is so weird. Try it sometime. Like, make you that feel is like so an weird. 80s dad? Well, it, it because that that uh, that show takes place in like, you know, a suburb. And so right. you're walking around, you're like mowing a yard in a suburb, but you have this weird like synth music playing in the background. And it's just like you're looking at everyone like, I think that guy's a fucking monster. I mean, the, like, mo- like, it's just- <laughs> the most shocking thing about all of this is like that you mow your own yard. Right. That's kind of. <laughs> oh, uh. You, oh, that was you, that was two years that was two years ago. I don't know my own yard. Good man. I'm picturing you with like a headband on and like socks that go to your knees and basketball like, shorts, basketball short, shorts, short basketball shorts, and yeah. no shirt, and just like the like the little smidge of like sunscreen on your nose. I said I, I said I was I said I was mowing the lawn. Why would I have a shirt on, Andy? Yeah, it's true. You also didn't say you were mowing your own lawn. That's true. You said you were mowing a lawn. Little extra. I, it was, it was someone's yard. Little, little extra cash on the side. You're mowing well, your lawn. You know, you gotta, I gotta, you gotta pay for somebody else's Or is this all just a euphemism? It's, <laughs> it is definitely. Whose lawn were you mowing? When, it, when I when I have my headphones on and I'm mowing someone's <laughs> lawn. <laughs> <Can> I, <laughs> 
<laughs> listening oh to, my listening God. to the Stranger Things soundtrack. Uh, can oh, I, the visuals. Can I listen to the Stranger Things soundtrack while I mow your lawn? Strangest. Hell no. The strangest things. <laughs> this, this I saw strange some things. strange things about to fucking happen. <laughs> I saw a dang strange thing. <laughs> uh, I saw GD Strange thing. Scare scared me real bad. Oh boy. Scared me something fierce. Oh man. Uh, uh. So have you guys heard of this band called so you guys heard of this band called The Midnight? Yeah, let's talk about them. Let's They're all right. Let's round out the last five minutes of this episode by talking about five, them. Five let's reel this back in here. So that's a that's a little that's a little excessive. Five minutes. I know it probably it'll probably only be like two or three, but <laughs> Tyler, uh, if you're listening, I'm I'm incredibly sorry. <laughs> we'll have to put a disclaimer on this episode. Disclaimer. Well, I mean, when the three of us were gonna start to get together and talk, this was bound to happen. Yeah, I mean, this is there's bound there was to no happen. way around that. If 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 meandering stream of consciousness is not your thing. <laughs> You probably shouldn't listen to this podcast <laughs> because that's about all we have to offer. We could we could do one of those like podcasts that where those people just talk for hours, like three, four hours. Like we could do fucking Joe Rogan. Like we could do that easy. Like, oh, easily. The, the three of us just chatting. That would, you that throw would... me a celebrity guest in the mix with the three of us, and we could have that oh. person. We could go on for days. <laughs> My God. <laughs> Oh, uh, shit. Get this thing famous so we can have a celebrity guest. And then you have me on again. We're, hey, I forgot, we're up. I forgot that I'm not on this podcast. We're up to about 25 people, so. Oh. Probably be 26 by the time this one airs. <laughs> well, with the with the name cred that I'll bring you. It's true. You might get my, you might get my mom. <laughs> uh, so, The Midnight. So we didn't, I didn't listen to The Midnight the night that you guys played all those. I don't think... I don't know that they may, we knew who they, they, may they were have been at that out, point. But I don't think we knew yeah. who they were. Yeah, they didn't even come out. And, I mean, this album didn't even come out until 2016, right? But what? Right, but right. they had an album before this, right? Yeah. And when did that? I think yeah. that came out they 2014 or something. Yeah. They had like 2014 or something, 15. They had, a, yeah, they had an was, EP, yeah. Yeah. But that came out. We didn't listen or, to it that night, but I just remember sitting at work, and I had just started working with Andy, and we were all in our own separate cubes. And he just sends me a text with a YouTube link on it. And I was listening to music on my phone, I think, through my headphones. Because that's that's how we worked back then. I mean, yeah. You know, not now when we just scream at each other across the <laughs> across the room. But uh, it's just all the text now? was... What do you mean we, well, I mean, we scream now. at each other I, well, the I was trying we not to, Well, I was trying we not can... to make it... I was trying not to time this episode to... to this episode is timed you know. at a time where we scream at each other through computers, <laughs> John. <laughs> there you go. The da- our daily meetings are just us screaming about things. Um, over over our computers, yeah. But uh, all all the text, <laughs> all the text said was that YouTube link to to the midnight song, and it just said, "Listen to that sax," <laughs> and that's all. That's all it said. I didn't know what the, I didn't know what the fuck it was. Didn't, I didn't even know if it was a song. Maybe it was a maybe it was it, a typo. Uh, <laughs> Well, that was another thing I was worried about that I was on the company. Maybe I shouldn't pull this. Open this link. Open this link that said "Listen to that sax." That was that was the next day. I mean, fool me once, shame on you. Uh, I've opened I've opened some things from Andy that I regret now. But uh, but I open I I turned this song on and for the the next five minutes I was just like, holy fucking shit! Like, where? So what? It was uh, it was a track. It was vampires. it was vampires. Yes. Because 
because goddamn the fu- <laughs> yeah. the the it's fucking hot sax the sax on that Ooh. is just ridiculous Oh my god! Ridic. I was. I think I played it. Ridic. I think I played it at least three or four more times, and then on that playlist, I think Crystalline was on there, which is an amazing. That's song. a good it's one. Yeah, that's a good album, one. I like that one. <laughs> those two songs really just cemented it. I was just like, well, I'm done. And then I, I think the next day, I, I it may have been. I know it was on the weekend because I literally just woke up in the middle of, of the afternoon, like I do, and uh, <laughs> just went on on to iTunes and I just bought everything that they did. <laughs> so then I just had them all. That's good. They, they, they definitely. So the funny thing is you remember that story and I don't remember <laughs> why I know. I don't remember the story and I don't remember why I know about them. Um, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure it was Chad. Um, so we talked mm-hmm. about, Ch- we've talked about Chad before. He's a friend of mine and Luke's um, and he'll probably be on here at some point uh, talking about something other than synth, but um, I'm pretty sure he sent it to me. I think that's where I got it. Cause we, you know, with, along with Luke, um, you know, we kind of all got into that stuff together. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't remember specifically what it was. I just remember again, part of the, the appeal of this is just the, the digging and the finding and the rooting around for, for the goods and rooting finding rooting. that thing and, <laughs> The digging and the rooting. The digging and the rooting. And sometimes sometimes you get hit in the face with a hot sack and you're like... Sometimes a little bit of tooting. Oh, my. If you're rooting, it's bound to be some tooting. Happens every time. If not, you're not doing it right. You're not rooting right. If you're not tooting, you ain't rooting right. Yeah. Sometimes you're, you're expecting a tootin', but sometimes you're not. And that's that's when, <laughs> that's when things that, get a little weird. If that sax ain't tootin', you ain't rootin'. <laughs> oh, none of this is gonna be usable at all. <clears throat> all of I'm, this is I'm not be, editing anything. Don't out. edit a word of this. this I'm a, I'm from the I'm from the from the from the John school of, of editing <laughs> podcasts, which means you don't take anything out. Nothing. It's all <laughs> you, you, you say I'm going to edit this out, and then you just leave it in. Uh, <laughs> that's a trick. That's a trick I pull. Trick of the trade. Pull the sneak. He, 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 <laughs> he gets me to say the bad words, and then he doesn't edit them out. <laughs> oh, yeah, I really got to push. I really got to push you to say the bad words. <laughs> <laughs> He's tricking me into it. Um. But yeah, so so this 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 album, you know, so this was their first this was their first mm-hmm. full extended. It's a solid it's a solid 12 songs. I mean, it's a is is a big boy. You know, it's it's <laughs> the, not I'm talking about your big boy. In here, the though. days when in the days when even the Foo Fighters only released 9 songs an album. Right. Like that's I mean, 12 songs is something, you know. And they're all they're all 3 4 3 4 5 minutes and some of them yeah. are 6. Yeah. So quite I mean, a few of them are longer. They they're giving you they're giving you your time. They're giving you nah. your money's worth. Now I'm going to say my first really disparaging thing about this album here in that it's 12 songs long, but there's a good three or four of them that I could cut out right away. Yeah. And never listen to again. <laughs> yep. Yep. I, yep. so, I mean, the one, the thing about you, Andy, I think you talked earlier about, um, you know, just the different types of, of synth and stuff like that. You've got vocals and non-vocals. I've always been more of a non-vocals person for whatever reason. That's just my mm-hmm. personal preference. Um, yeah. I I just feel like a lot of times with with uh, like synth bands that do vocals, 
it just kind of comes up across as more like pop music um, mm-hmm. for whatever reason. And I, and I think you can say that a little bit about this album. Um, yeah. But and it, it took me a few listens because like I said, I, I normally don't listen to a lot of synth that has vocals. So it took me a few listens to, to kind of come around to it. And, 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 and now, you know, after a week, a solid week of listening to it, it it's grown on me quite a bit. And um, I mean, then they also have the instrumental only version of the album, right. which is nice too. Yeah. Yep. Um, but, uh, but yeah, John, what would you, would you say you're a, you're a vocals or no vocals person? It, I started no vocals, like kind of early on the stuff you guys listened to was like Luke said, was mostly non-vocals, right. but the, I mean, FM 84 was the big one that started me off like yeah. to, to like getting into vocals cause they were half and half. Right. Yeah. Um, and then you should, you played gunship or i i think i saw tech noir or whatever and i was like fuck fuck tech yeah. noir is a good song like and yeah. gunship is all mostly vocals yeah and, yeah um, yeah tech and so tech it was noir I, really, I switched really did it for me too i switch. i kind of switched over i went from non to to mostly to mostly vocals yeah. but i i that's that's one of the reasons i like the midnight is because they do like literally everything they cover mm-hmm. the entire gamut like yeah they do dance. They do like just mood music. They do driving music. They do yeah. uh, pop songs. They do you know sad songs and happy songs. They do all like every single album and every single track is something different. Like with that's true. That's, that's what true. I, that's yeah. what I love. Yeah, with them, like with we, with the synth wave, you can get really stagnant really easily. I mean, you listen to somebody right. like a you listen to somebody like a Carpenter Brute, who I love. I mean, <laughs> I mean, he's fantastic. Wave. And uh, but he's but that can get to be a bit much after like it like can listen to get to be yeah. a little old because yeah it gets a little stale sometimes because it's every track is a little bit similar um, in a way and um, I love it but at the same time after a while you yeah know, sometimes I'm like okay it's time for a little time away whereas whereas some of the some of the other bands you know again like the Midnight and uh, FM eighty four and 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 others, you know, do a little bit more variety in a way. Right. It's a little bit easier to kind of to take in the whole catalog. Yeah, um, and like you were saying, you know, there's a there's a few there's a handful of track or you know two or three tracks on this album that you could stand to to skip. Um, and and I kind of feel that same way too. Um, but at the same time, like it's kind of nice that there are songs within the album that. I mean they're that they're different enough and maybe they're not your cup of tea, but at least it does kind of add a little variety to the, the overall right. album so that it right. it kind of right. breaks it up a little bit, you know. Like a song and like this, synthetic that's kind of like smack it's kinda of like right in the middle of the album is really slow and it's not like it's one that I kind of skip. But it, it, it at least it does add kind of variety to it. Yeah. And in this day and age, I mean I mean we, we love vinyl because we're weird but like most people aren't listening to a vinyl straight through right, right all the right. time we have it on our phones or we have it on spotify or right. something like and so yeah. like we can make our own playlists of things and that's kind of what i do with synth is that all i have a whole i have a whole playlist of just instrumental stuff right. that i'll listen to if like i'm trying to concentrate on something right yeah and like i can't concentrate on words because i'll just start fucking singing and that's the end of that <laughs> um but like I'll and have a whole awful. instrumental one <laughs> and it's terrible nobody nobody else can concentrate when I sing either. that's the problem <laughs> And uh, and then I'll ha- I have another like um, playlist of just songs with words that I would just want to listen to in the car or something you know like right. I I have several and you can get everything out of out of, out of synth I could have several different 
like playlists of synth music like yeah. for different moods because it's all it's all fucking moods like, right everything yeah. everything everything they all do is a mood of something like yeah exactly and, and the midnight the midnight runs the gamut like gunship is like is a darker mood um like fm84 is it's kind of all over the place time cops the same kind of way like but carpenter yeah. brute like you said that's that's dark yeah, that's, that's dark, pretty dark dark um look cassettes like real poppy yeah like you yeah. remember them yeah they, if, uh, if if he ever comes out with yeah. another album have they ever, they ever well, i thought album. that was supposed to happen like no. four years ago yeah i like fm84 needs fm84 needs to, to get back into it too because when so, we saw them they were like albums coming out in april and that was three years ago yeah but, uh, and <laughs> so i i was gonna say for me as far as the vocals go i i was i was pretty much i, I think it a lot of a lot of it started with fairly no vocals i mean kavinsky you know night call on on drive obviously had vocals um and that was kind of one of the starts of it but you've still got your bands like laser hawk and power glove who who didn't really have a lot of vocals who started a lot of this too um but then uh you know even even some of some more of the the bands that i listened to prior to that um were were fairly no vocals and then it seemed like it kind of evolved slowly um, with exactly, exactly, you know, Luckaset was one that I was like, oh man, like he had like that Rick Astley voice, you know, that was like, <laughs> it was like very distinct and very, and kind of like, you know, like it was almost like a put on, like it wasn't like his real voice, like he was trying to do something with it, but it was yeah. also really enticing. And then, you know, there was that. And then there's uh, Christine, who was like a female vocalist who who kind of had some some synth stuff that was really good, too. And and I think that ultimately won me over. Like when I listened to FM84 and the first, you know, you got a few tracks that have Ollie Ride in them. And it's like, mm. oh, my God, yeah. like his voice is so <laughs> amazing. And then it hits that first that first instrumental and you're just like, OK but can we get back to the, you know what I mean? Like, can Ollie, so, can Ollie come back? So I guess like, you know, Luke said he's no vocals. You said you're kind of mixed. I, I guess I lean far, far more toward vocals at this point. Cause I like, I like the story of it. You know, I like mm. the, the added volume to the song. Yeah. Um, yep. I think and, on the, and, on the flip and, side to that though, like not having the vocals, not having the lyrics kind of leaves it up to your imagination, kind of lets you true, kind of like, true you know, make, make of it what you want and, you know, whatever mood you're kind of in, you know, yep. Kind of translates to the music. Or, and so yeah, there's, there's pros and cons to both. Yeah. And, and we're all film guys. So us making a soundtrack to our, to our lives is kind of what we do. <laughs> right. So the, the instrumental stuff is literally just like, okay, where would this go? Right. This would go right. when I'm sitting here playing Sega yep. right. in, in my room. Like that's yeah, definitely, this, this would go for me driving. Yeah. yeah. FM 84 is kick-ass at driving music. Like, holy shit. Like yeah. they, every fucking instrumental song of theirs is like, I'm just getting the, get in the car and drive. That's, that's it. I think that's the crazy thing about <clears throat> Synthwave is that, I I like eighties music. Like I really like I'm nostalgic for eighties music, even though I wasn't old enough to listen to it when I was a kid, right. but like in the eighties, but uh, like that <laughs> I like, I like eighties songs, like, you know, bits and pieces of eighties songs. Like there's, but there's not like a huge, like, I don't love artists from the eighties. I don't like, there's not huge swaths of like, right. You know, I'm trying <laughs> like, I'm literally struggling to think of an artist. Like I'm not like Stand a Dexter's Night Runner fan. <laughs> I'm not like, I'm not like a Bell Bib DeVoe fan or like, wait, is that even eighties? That's nineties, isn't it? Like, I'm not a huge, like, 
Yeah, your artist, new edition would be eighties. New edition. There you go. Like I'm not a huge eighties artist fan, but for some reason this music that's just playing off of that music is right. is my thing. It's which is really strange to me. It's, <laughs> like, it's kind of what I think. It's kind of what Luke and I kind of talked about in the in the tops episode. It it's like one of those things where it's like it takes you to a place in time that like yeah, and that's what nostalgia is. It's like it takes you to a place in time that like you feel like existed, but you weren't there for it. And you and, right. it, and it provides you a memory and a feeling of a time that you feel like was real, but it wasn't necessarily yeah. real. And it's providing it to you now. And yeah, yep. and you and Andy, you talked a little bit last week about um, the Mandela effect. Yeah. And and how how that kind of ties in with that. And, and we've talked about nostalgia on a few episodes now. Um, you know, well, we're nostalgia whores. Yeah, we are. Be, sure. Yeah, because, you know, we mentioned that in like the Soundgarden episode, you know, yeah, um, going back to like the 90s and early grunge and stuff like that, where like I wasn't listening to that stuff really at the time. You know, I, I listened to it much later in college and but it's nostalgic to me because it reminds me of that specific time period of, you know. So, yeah, nostalgia is a, you know, it's a funny thing. I lived with Luke in college, and he is—he was super grunge. <laughs> he, yeah, that fucker he's, wore that fucker wore that fucker wore plaid shirts. He's—he's he's, he shit. still wears the three X large plaid shirts. The three X holy That's, jeans. Yep. He had the the holy jeans and the plaid shirts. Yep. <laughs> yep. Walked around with a cigarette in his mouth. Yeah, he was yeah. he was grunge as shit. Um, I mean, pierced. <laughs> what'd you say? I did it. I did that. I I pierced his nipples. Oh my god. <laughs> But that's, I mean, that's what you guys, what you guys just said is like half of the songs on this album is right. like talking about, like the lyrics are literally saying like, Hey, maybe, you know, maybe the past looks cool when you look at it, but it probably wasn't. Right. <laughs> right. And that's, <laughs> and that's their whole, I don't know if, if either of you guys read this, but yeah. they have a whole, uh, the motto, uh, mo- motto for their band, which is interesting. It's like a wistful nostalgia, you know, yep. mono no aware. Uh, sure. I told you we're not in, we're not pronunciation people. You try you try at your own peril. It sounded it sounded good to me. Fine, <laughs> I don't man. disagree. I don't know how you could mispronounce that. Mono no aware. Mono no aware. Meta meta nostalgia is that what it is that what it stands for? Yeah, it's I like, don't remember. It's it's like the the sad beauty of seeing time pass. Like you know yeah. the the yeah. fact that you are not long for this earth you know <laughs> that your time on this planet is brief and then there's a song about jason Voorhees. no but no no but most of their songs are about that or about that very thing that, yeah <laughs> and they and they don't sugarcoat any of it either it's not like hey our childhoods were great it's usually like childhood probably sucked but you know <laughs> seemed easier seemed easy at the time like right yeah and 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 it's interesting because they're 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 both uh tim and tyler are both around our age yeah. Um, so they're they're coming at this from probably very similar places. I, I mean, they even, as we said, they even said that the drive soundtrack is really what spoke to them and and kind of pushed them to do this. Um, I guess one of the other things to mention is uh, is they're both musicians in their own right, so they both have their own musical careers. Um, right. Outside of the midnight, uh, I know Tyler um, has. You know, he's a he's kind of a like a singer songwriter has. You know, uh, he's a very good guitar player and and has obviously has a great voice. You can hear it on the album. Um, so it's interesting to to hear it from that perspective too, because a lot. I mean, you know, this is 
one of the things about synth is that it you can you can buy the materials to put together your own synthwave music and and do it on your computer. And I'm not saying that that makes it easy, um, but it makes it accessible uh, to to really mm-hmm. anyone. Mm-hmm. And and the thing is though, and one of the things that I really appreciate about the Midnight is that they're both musicians and they're both songwriters in their own right, and they bring that to they bring that to uh, the Midnight. And so they're not just like they're not just taking this and putting it together and being like, this is cool. And right. It sounds like it sounds like Vangelis. They're they're like writing songs and kind of and then kind of turning them into synthwave um, and kind of giving them that feel um, and putting that spin on it, which which is is a lot different dynamic than maybe some of the other uh, synthwave artists out there who, you know, some of them, you know, again, we talked about the pool has gotten quite diluted. Uh, obviously, there's some of them that are doing it just to make right synthwave music because, you know, that's what they want to make. Um, so. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of artists out there that are like just doing this kind of solo, you know, <laughs> like, right. um, and, and all yeah. probably like, you know, electronically on their right. computer or whatever, you know, and, and uh, I mean, that's the one thing I did really... I did really end up enjoying about um, the midnight and, and this album in particular is like, um, you know, the, the use of like, you know, electric guitar, which is not something you see a whole lot, I guess, in synth, you know? Um, yeah. And, and more drums and then obviously the, you know, saxophone. And it's not just like, it's not just <laughs> like a computer, a computerized right. like saxophone. It's like the, the guy really, you know, it's this guy really knows how to play saxophone, yeah. and you know what I mean. It's and, and you can for real. you can yeah. feel it, you know what I mean. You can hear it, and uh, and they're definitely it, it, that brings. Uh, I think that brings like an energy to a lot of the songs, and and uh, like it just it creates a bigger sound, you know, than someone who's just yeah. creating all of this on their computer. And I can and I can straight up vouch for that they do play this live because I've seen them. So like, right. <laughs> everything, everything they're playing, they're playing live, like guitar, sax, singing, right. like drums, and the, like they're all doing it live. Because I'm sorry, are you guys saying sax or sex? <laughs> Whichever one you want. <laughs> okay. But yeah, because like a lot of these... Depends, uh, depends on if it's a kid's show or an adult's, adult's only show. <laughs> we, well. It's explicit. <laughs> <laughs> we are so explicit on here. I say all the bad words, <laughs> but yeah, there are some of these like synth synth uh, artists and stuff like that, that, you know, they do live shows and stuff, but I can't imagine, you know, how, how great <laughs> some of this stuff would be like, because, you know, right. like, are you really having like the people there playing all these different instruments and, you know, and so that's cool. That, right, like, yeah. I was, I was, I was, I thought the same thing before I went to um, FM eighty four. I was like, "Are they? Is he just going to play the track? You know, right? Like, right. That, right. Or they just get up there and hit play, right? And we exactly. listen to it. And I mean, and he he had a guitar. He had a guitar player with him when he did it, so that added yeah. a little bit to it. But yeah. like, and Ollie wasn't there. Sadly, he was. Um, he had the laryngitis. <laughs> oh man, that was. Let's not bring that, that up. Depress- that was depressing. Um, but I mean, like, the, yeah. But we went to the midnight, and I mean, that was they were there. They did all of that. Like the saxophone guy came out, and played the fucking saxophone, like in real life. Like so, <laughs> so none of that, 
yeah, they they weren't playing the they didn't just walk up there and hit play like they just, they literally played the music yeah. that they and she the whoever they I can't God I can't remember her name that's terrible but she got up she not only did she play guitar uh the, their backup singer but she also sang Jason and yeah yeah nice. she had a great voice it wasn't Nikki Flores but it was someone else and I can't remember right. her name and she liked my Instagram post about her <laughs> and fuck I can't I now I'm really upset that I forgot her name you're so terrible. But it they they were there they were live and not only that but I met them and they're nice they're nice dudes so yeah this definitely yeah, feels just, like that always helps right and this definitely just feels like more of like a band like an actual you know what I mean yeah. more of an yes. actual band than just like because a lot of the like we mentioned a lot of these like synth artists are just like guys creating in their basement right. or whatever you know and, and that I don't mean that in a disparaging way like you know but. Well. The basement was a little disappointing. <laughs> that but, was a little. But I agree. <laughs> the The music they make is still good. Right. It's just, right. it's just there's a you get a different feel when it's like people who are true songwriters, right, and true singers, and they they bring in other artists to like fill out the sound as opposed to just one person making everything right digitally. Right. Lolia Broussard is her name. She's uh, a guitar that, player and a singer. And That's she is absolutely made up. <laughs> I, I mean, I think I pronounced it better than you've pronounced anything that you've said. Well, obviously. <laughs> so look her up because she's great. I don't think I will, but I'll. <laughs> Fine. I'll I'll let our listener look her up. Oh, you already did. <laughs> I'm already, I'm already there. You already did. So this album is pretty great. I enjoy it. <laughs> so like you said, there are those there are those couple songs on there that are like are you talking about the instrumental ones that you could you could leave in no, Lego? Or no, are there are there different no. ones? Oh. Oh, there's different ones. Yeah. What? Well 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 John, what's your favorite song on the album? My favorite song? Sure. Um I mean Vampires is fucking great. Yeah. But um I think Comeback Kid might be my favorite one. Really? Um, I it was it was a song like I said I have all these playlists and I have a, a like a midnight playlist with all of their songs with words in it because that's a mood that I like, and um, that one wasn't on there, and so I never listened to it a lot. And then I saw them live and he played Comeback Kid and I was just like, oh, it's a song I haven't listened to. And holy fucking shit, did that song <laughs> sound amazing live? And like, I started listening to it after that and I put it on the list finally. And that song is just, I there's to the, to me, I always try to make like stories for albums too. Like they're all rock hoppers. And uh, this one, like I kind of, there is kind of a story I think in my brain. And this is like after the breakup song that synthetic is, and that equalizer song, that's the, one of the songs that I could leave off actually. Um, mm. Like this is like, this is like the song where they come back. This is the, they have the downer synthetic song, which is a breakup song, which I love breakup songs because they're so fucking good. And it, I, I never really, it doesn't really make me sad because they're not about me, but um, <laughs> like fuck those other people, but, but like a comeback kid is just like this song that just brings the album back up. And like, I don't know. It's, I think it's my favorite on there and I listen to it all the time. And like every, I put it on every playlist that, that I ever make. That, that's it's, just, there's, it's just redemption in a song. And I do a lot of tooting while I listen <laughs> to it. <laughs> Rooting in a tooting. Uh... And like, and like, like Luke said, there's, there's, there are, there are uh, poppy songs on there and that's one of them. Um, yeah. But yeah, I that definitely, I am a fan. I am a fan of, 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 of pop 
the the late eight nineties, early two thousands pop music and some pop songs. So I mean, like that they can mix that in for me and I love it. But like it's it's all subjective, you know. Yeah. Like this there's yeah. so much to like and everyone likes their own thing. And that's that's just mine. The, comeback kid. the comeback kid reminds me of like a song that would be like in an eighties movie montage, like that's like you know what I mean? It's the it's the moment when they're fucking coming back. Like it's the it's, it's like the redemption belong in like the karate you know what I mean? Exactly. Um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Vamp- Vampires is a great song. Uh, that goes without that saying. Song's so good. Um, it doesn't have anything to do with vampires, except for the ridiculous sax solo, which you could say is <laughs> right. possibly an homage to the shirtless, greased-up sax man from. I hope it was Lost Boys. I really yeah. have to think. It's called Vampires, and it's got that. Rid- I mean, ridiculous. I mean that that's. That sax solo goes on for, I mean, it still doesn't go on it's, for long enough, but it goes the last, on for really it's long. the last half of the song. It is the last it's, half of the song. It's, it's, my, it's, my, my notes say the sax is a good as it gets. <laughs> my notes say the sax, the sax just won't quit. Uh, the sax, sax on sax. will not quit. Uh no, vampire vampires is fuck. It that it is. I don't. I I know what the song's about to them. I don't know what the fucking song's about to me, but it's just, it's just a fucking cool song. Yeah. Like that. Is it about happens. vampires? It's about it's about late night in Manhattan in Midtown. That's that's it. <laughs> that's what the song's about. It's about but, uh, the shirtless, greased up sax man from the Lost. Thank Lord. you. No, that's I was no, hoping that's, for uh, validation on that, but no, that's dark all day by uh, by gunship. That's what that, and he's on <laughs> that one. That's a great song. Tim Capello's on that song. He is. Um, yeah. So yeah. Oh yeah. Sorry, Luke. You were talking. Oh, was it? I don't cut that. Cut that out. But uh, Andy, did you have uh, some favorite tracks on here? Well, of course. I mean, aside from vampires, which we talked. That wasn't even on my list. No, really? How? 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 how yeah, how? You you sent that song to me. <laughs> I got a different. I got a different sax song toward the top. Mm. But you know, after it is. But after repeated, <laughs> <laughs> which is a great title, by the way, because it makes God me damn. think of Davy Crockett for one thing, which I know it's not. <laughs> I love. Like I'm picture. I'm picturing oh, a guy with yeah. with a with a coonskin cap, like. Just getting just, revenge, just tooting away on a sax. Just tooting, tooting away. On, what does saxophone have to do with a coonskin cap? Oh that's shit! That's, that's fucking. Yeah, that's careless whisper. That's careless whisper. Sorry, yeah. sorry, mm-hmm. sorry. Wrong, 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 wrong sax. Fuck. Is it? Is it? Nope. That's same, same, same sax. God damn it. Swan and it's and swan. No, no, that's that's still George Michael. Still yeah. it. No, my my favorite song on here is actually probably not what you would guess, and it's it's kind of happened over repeated listens, I guess. Uh, but my favorite song is actually synthetic. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I like that song a lot. It's really that's, good. That's kind of that's kind of my second favorite. Really? Yeah. I, love, I, I, I love like shit all. That was like the first song that I shit all over a little bit. <laughs> we, ago. Know, we, we know, we know, couldn't yeah. wait to like, bring it up to throw it in your face. Wow, synthetic is a song that is just in my brain all the time. It's oh, one yeah. of those songs. I have, a, I have a few of those, and it's in there all the time. And it never, I, f- I don't know. I feel like, like I feel like it, it, 
I feel like it's it's one of the tracks on here that uh, crosses the boundary. Like mm-hmm. it's like a well-written, well-rounded song, and it just happens to be a synthwave song. Yeah, it's it it kind of just bleeds over, and it's just really it's good and it's moving, and it's it's uh, it's it almost it's a like a song, it's almost like an R and B, almost like has like yeah. an R and B vibe to it. Yep, which I don't dislike. Um, but like I said, I'm also kind of like. I'm not someone who has listened to a lot of like synth with vocals. So I'm still kind of the art. The only R and B artist I'm, I'm familiar with is Montel Jordan. Is that, is that what about boys to men, boys to men, Motown Philly's back again. (laughs) Um, this, I think Tim actually sings this song. This is one of his few that he really, that he sings the whole, I think it is. I saw a tweet once that was like in Tim on synthetic and he was like, yeah, that'll never happen again. So like, not only do they not play this one live, <laughs> well, when often, they listen to but, our, when they listen to our podcast, they can correct you if we're wrong. They can correct me. Yeah. Um, but I think, yeah, I think Tim sings this. So it's even not even Tyler. It's Tim, but I, yeah, I feel well, the same way. The song, well, I love this fucking song, God damn. but I love and breakup then- songs. I True. think breakup songs are. I, I think breakup songs are the best written songs ever. Like I kind of feel the same way. Sad a, song. Yeah, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of the breakup song of the sad song too. Mm-hmm. Like you said, because it's not happening to me. I can listen to. Song. I can listen to a breakup song or a sad song whenever because like yeah. <laughs> they are the best songs and like none of this is happening to me. If it is happening to me, then I probably will listen to them anyway because then I'll feel I'm, it. I'm but, I'm like, like listening to breakup songs in my car and like eating a cheeseburger and just like <laughs> <laughs> what an asshole. <laughs> Didn't happen to I, me. Uh, I love I love the gaslight anthem. Um and they have so many really fucking sad breakups. Like it, there's an entire album that's about this guy's divorce. And I'm just, that's my favorite one because I'm like, this is so goddamn real. (laughs) Like everything he's singing about is so real when he could have just made a pop song, you know, that's the thing is, this is, yeah, this is, he's feeling this shit. And like, these are all the best songs. Like I I think that's, I think that's one of the reasons I like it so much is that it, it does, it feels real as opposed to, it, it feels like there's, there's some weight behind it as opposed to a lot of their other songs which i love the i love the the vocals on on most of the other songs um outside of the fucking autotune but i love the vocals <laughs> on the other songs um it's it's just that the lyrics themselves are are very 80s aesthetic you know just kind of like you know fucking california coast and mm-hmm. you know putting the top down and putting putting a song in the tape player and all that stuff whereas this is like real you know so, yeah. but yeah, my, my number two is Crockett's Revenge. Like, a, you know, you got that, you got the bring the, bring the sax daddy back and, uh, sax daddy. Yeah. It's like, and then man, number it three, comes, it comes right after vampires yep. too. It's just, yeah. it's just like, Hey, we, we, we did pretty good with this sax. Why don't we, uh, why don't we add some more? Slap a little more sax on there. <laughs> Slap a little, toot a little more sax. <laughs> and then, and then I also, I really like Jason too. J- I think Jason's a great song. <laughs> Jason's so cool. That's such a cool song. Yeah. And I like, I, I do like the, the female <laughs> vocals there and there as well. Oh yeah. yeah. Nikki 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 does a few songs with us. She does Light Years and is there another one or is that the only one? She does a few with them and she's she's great. The uh you talked about the auto tune which is yeah. Um <laughs> let's talk about bad. Let's talk about what we we'll don't ta- like. It's, well, it's hard it's hard for me to shit on them cuz like I said everyone has their own like we all I mean, said, we everyone has their own opinions. We don't have to shit on them. 
I mean, we will, but, but we don't. We don't have to shit on them. <laughs> but like, Equalizer, Equalizer has it, um, and Lonely City has it, and that, and even Endless Summer has it. But yeah. uh, they have that that auto tune singing. Endless it's, Summer it's is the most acceptable, I think. Yeah, Endless Summer. Yeah. Endless Summer is the song that gets you ready for every other song because they have every single bit of their moods in that one song. Yeah. Yeah. Every everything you're about to experience on this album is in that first song. And it's it's that's why it's six minutes long, is so they can fit it all in. There. <laughs> right. But cram uh, it in. But that yeah, that voice is it's it's strange. It's not my cup of tea. Yeah. But if I was in like a really shitty eighties dive bar and they were doing a dance, you know, a dance night, like that's the like Lonely City's the fucking song they would be playing, you know? Like they they would drop that 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 beat in Lonely <laughs> City and you'd be like, Yeah, no, I'm I'm dancing now. Yeah. Like that's yeah. That's the fun that's the thing because like Actually, Lonely City is for some reason the one that I it is kind of, kind of gets stuck in my brain. Me, me yeah. too. Yep. And uh, <laughs> even though I don't, even though I don't like the vocals there, you know, like you know, they yeah. distort them. I, I, for whatever reason, have that song in my head a lot. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, you guys have well, kind of. I mean, Vampires, Crockett's Revenge. Those are probably my two yeah. favorite. I do kind of like. I like. Daytona as just like a very straightforward kind of yep it's it's like yeah. the most directly track on that's, on that's, the album you know that's I mean? you that's your that's your yeah that's your that's one. your yeah. yeah I was gonna say that to me that's like Laserhawk Mitch Murder like it's that's also, straight up your yeah and it's also a little dark it has a little bit of a darker energy to it yeah. you know what I mean so like yeah. I I I'm kind of drawn to that um so yeah Daytona is another one that I liked but. Uh, yeah, um, Daytona and uh, and Nighthawks and, and Crockett's Revenge are all really good. Um, I mean, if it weren't for the robot yeah. voice and the auto tune in Nighthawks, right. Nighthawks yeah, might actually, be the best. Is it in might, Nighthawks? Might be the best track on the yeah, album. I really is it, is it in there too? Yeah, I don't know. I forgot it's, it was it's more Nighthawks is straight auto tune. Yeah, it's like robot, but the, and it's, it's got some instrumental version of Nighthawks is great. Is great. Oh, God, yeah, and it's got it, the other thing is the lyrics are really weird. Like it's like, it's like yeah. about a like peeping tom or something. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, like did I not like, listen to the guy like lyric one? Like you leave you leave your blinds open, I'll leave mine. Open. Yeah, I'm like what? Yeah. <laughs> you leave your blinds open, oh, yeah. I'll leave I'll leave mine oh, open yeah, yeah, too. Yeah. I'll press yeah, I'll press yeah, my right. dong against the glass. You what? what? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> My dong. <laughs> you press your dong against the glass while I'm tooting on my sacks. <laughs> uh, uh, but, but yeah. Swat, it's, swat, 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 swat. <laughs> I, think, I think this album of theirs is the most varied of yeah. all. Like, it's, it has their entire range of, I keep calling them moods. They're fucking moods. They have so moods. many moods. They got, they got gunship them. has gunship has pretty much one mood like you know like they, they have like midnight has all the moods like <laughs> yeah and uh they've they've put all of their moods into this one album and some of their eps have the the little bit of range but like their newer albums are more like pointed like more kids focused and monsters. for sure kids yeah. and monsters are definitely like kids is kids is literally i would listen to this while i'm sitting in my bedroom playing super nintendo like i thought you were gonna say why you're shitting on why are you sitting on the potty taking a shit but no no that's you can uh, tell i have young kids because i said potty taking a shit on the potty sitting on the potty 
No, that's that's what I call Crockett's revenge. Is when I'm sitting on the, <laughs> sitting on the shitter. <laughs> How's that Pizza Hut going down? I got the goddamn Crockett's revenge. <laughs> oh my god! Oh. I, guess I guess it's better than having. The, I guess it's better than having the tubs. Oh, I don't even know what that means. I just said it. It's not a real. Time. I don't know what it means either. Oh, sitting sitting in the lonely sitting in the lonely city with the Crockett's revenge. The, come, the comeback shits. <laughs> oh no. Oh my also synthetic, also the equalizer. These all fit very well with this. <laughs> all of these fit with shit. <laughs> what kind of what, what's going on in there? I got I got get the got the synthetic leaking out real bad. <laughs> Just trying to equalize this. Uh, <laughs> Trying to equalize the. We're, we are in for an endless summer. That's what we're in for. Jason, get in here and help me before the <laughs> before the sun sets. I don't know if we've talked about Jason enough. That song is just literally about Jason being a serial killer and and trying to find what he wants. Like yeah, that's, it's that's it's it's great. That song is fucking great. <laughs> Every time I, it, it's really about. Yeah. Oh yeah. Really. There's there's no there's no subtext in that song. <laughs> yeah, the first few times I listened to it, I'm like, this can't be just about Jason Voorhees. Nope. Sure it, is. Sure is. I think I even asked Andy that after I listened to it a couple times. I was like, is this song just about Jason? And he was like, yeah. <laughs> There's nothing. Nothing to it. That's it. Yeah. Oh, shoot. One of my favorites. It's got sax in it, too. Got tell me what you're chasing. Big sax. Jason. It's got big sax. It's got, a, it's got female vocals. It's got... It's got male vocals it's got sax it's got that nostalgia mm-hmm. hello are you guys still there oh. <laughs> well, you were doing you were doing such a good job we i was i was finally nailing this it took you two and a half hours and you finally we got are it. we are six hours in and i finally <laughs> i finally figured out what album we're talking about well luke this is well luke this has been fun but me and andy have to go to work um <laughs> uh, Memories is a good track. It's one one track we didn't talk about. Memories and and the track itself is pretty good. It gives me a little bit at the beginning some of the Vangelis vibes at the beginning. But I did want to talk about they did do for COVID had like a at home concert thing, and they um, played this song and it was like crazy better than the album version. Like it, it's so good. It was it was just unbelievable. Yeah, that's the one. I mean, you, that's it, the one you it, sent it me right, right away. Yeah, yeah, that was good. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, Tyler was playing the guitar and singing at the same time, which, like, as I said, as I said, he's a kind of got that singer songwriter um, uh, history going. And then they, you know, they had the synth looping on top of it, and and uh, and the and the beat, and then they had the the live saxophone going on. Did, it just did he open really with good. the did he open with acoustic guitar on that? Yeah, he was playing like a that's a not, heavily yeah. affected acoustic. But that's not in the that's not that doesn't sound like that in the in the album version, does it? No, on the album, okay. like I said, no. the the intro on the album is almost like Vangelis. Like it sounds like the intro to like Blade Runner. It's like it's it might be their most like atmospheric intro on the whole album. It's just like and then super, it, and then it turns and then it turns pop. It turns poppy real quick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, it, yeah. After about twenty seconds, it like cuts and yeah. then it turns into like a pop song. But yeah. Whereas uh, with with the the at home, at home thing, yeah, they started out with an acoustic guitar, which which I think you know, and then that, and then his singing, it just really, 
his singing live is seemingly like he's even better than it, it the is. album. It, they, they are, they are fantastic live. Like they, they they lose no quality whatsoever live. They Love actually, they, yeah. like you said, it might be actually better. Like I, knowing that they're doing all the things that they, they do on the song is it makes it better. And the, that at home thing was, was amazing because that, that, they weren't all at the same home either. They were all right at their own homes. So spread out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Tyler, somehow, Tyler somehow playing the... music across the internet where we can't even talk. Across the <laughs> I don't know how that works. <laughs> there was uh, there was one lady on there who uh, a songwriter singer who like her feed kept screwing up, so she had to like <laughs> she had to like play one of her videos instead of doing it live. Like so, it just kept screwing up on her. But yeah, and then uh, FM eighty four did it from England, so like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like if somehow that worked. But yeah. No, well, all, they, he, all he does is press a button. <laughs> but Ollie was, it, singing it, with, Ollie was singing right. with him. So, right. yeah, uh, somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah, but, which uh, that's, which I is love, another I love thing. F, I love FM84, yeah. but yeah, there, he's one of those guys that he, he produces everything almost all digitally himself. Yep. Which is great. And, and it then, sounds fantastic, but it's not, it's not quite and the when same. We, when we saw him and Chris uh, Hewlett was the, his guitar player, that was fantastic. That was Chris great. is an awesome guitar player. But Ali wasn't there, so yeah. Damn. Um, you know, um, memories is a great bookend to the whole, like, endless summer and memories being bookends to the album is just is great because it's just I love bookends. Like I said, I love making rock operas out of albums that probably aren't, but like this one fits. And then endless summer and memories is like, well, summer's over, so here you go. <laughs> like, yeah, memories is a great song memories <laughs> well i guess that that probably does it then unless you guys have any other uh comments on the album that uh i have one more comment is that my wedding that isn't going to happen anymore <laughs> um our um uh first dance song was lost and found which is one of their b-sides for nice. uh um shit <laughs> that other that other ep they did there for um, yeah days of thunder no days of thunder yeah was there's it, actually uh yeah. there's actually a I wa- was watching earlier an acoustic version of of that uh Ooh. that was just uh Tyler singing with the guitar singing that song. That song that song is uber personal to him. That song is all about him and yeah. uh and his in his life and yeah, it's um, interesting to see that two different versions. We we when we went to see them and then we did the VIP experience and met them like you know we talked to him for like five minutes and uh we we i brought it i brought it up and i was just like so your lost and found song is our first dance song and they were they were they were super supportive and gave us the go-ahead so not only (laughs) we had a song that we were going to dance to that was okayed by the artists themselves (laughs) you you have expressed written permission you can actually keep that song in your wedding video we can instead of instead of muting it like everyone else does because they also asked if they could be copyrights they also asked if they could be invited, and I said yes, and then I forgot to get back to them until it didn't happen. So they probably showed up. In my brain, they, they, in my brain, they showed up. And they them. were there. So they were there. They were absolutely there. But, but yeah, so it's, it's <laughs> this band is big in our lives. I, we 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 love them, and the Lost and Found was going to be our first dance song. So oh yeah, Aww. it's yeah. still still will be still will be <laughs> in several years when we have a party. Hello? Well, hello, <laughs> Billy. 
<laughs> so that 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 wraps up our episode here on Endless Summer by the Midnight. Uh, thanks for joining us, John. Appreciate you being here. Good to have you. Thank you for having me. You son of a bitch. <laughs> and I'm sure I, I, I'm sure we'll have you back real soon. I doubt that very much. Thank you. <laughs> You're lucky you got as much airtime as you did. <laughs> I, I ruin every goddamn podcast I'm involved in. <laughs> and I didn't even try to this time. <laughs> no, no. Good times. Good times. Um, Andy, what are we doing next week? We are going to talk about one of the greatest <laughs> pieces of artistry. Cinema. In the last century. Pure Cinema. Pure cinema? Teen Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what the hell was going on. I was about to say it. I'm not even, even going to be on it. We are going to talk about the soundtrack to the film Teen Wolf. Starring Michael J. Fox. Not, yes. Or, or, as it's known in Thailand, The Boy from the Future. The Boy from the Future. <laughs> because they were trying to capitalize on on, oh my uh, god on back to the future that is ridiculous well they filmed them at the same times for god's sakes (laughs) they could have just made it one movie and just made us all happy (laughs) god time traveling werewolf why don't we write that movie we can do that (laughs) uh on that note we got to get the hell out of here so john thanks again and we will see you guys next week for teen wolf Boof. We'll see you next week. (laughs) Bye. Thank you for listening to Sip and Spin with Luke and Andy. Cheers. Cheers.